0: O God, to comprehend your word. Let your word enter into us, born in our hearts, and set us on our feet. In the name of Jesus. Thank you because today we will be better for it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, if I start preaching and I don't celebrate some very, very important people this morning, I'm sure I won't be happy with myself. There are these people who are the pillars of epignosis. You have walked in um, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December, you are still here, and you're still working stand up and celebrate our workforce. Every one of our staff this morning, our directors, assistant directors, every one of you who have ticked those forms every day, who have supported us, who have paid your tithes and your offering, who have given your seed, who has moved this work, I celebrate you. And pastor celebrates you also god bless you and thank you everyone who have been members for coming and thank you to you who decided to come this morning you could have decided to stay at home where you came today god bless you amen please give me mark chapter 5 from verse 22. So like I said, I'm going to be, I'm I'm a forerunner this morning. I want to tell you what to do. I want to title my message today, Embracing Faith Over Fear. Embracing Faith Over Fear. I know, you know, when it comes to the end of the year, many of us have this attitude to go to God and ask God for a word for the new year you go to pray some of us embark on fasting you know and all that and of course god will give you a word today when you come to crossover service i remember um on sunday i began to tell us that god gives us promises and his promises are by his word and by his prophets. second chronicles 20 verse 20. his promises are by his word in the Bible, you find it, and by his prophet. Today, by the prophet of God, God is going to give you a word. Next week, no, this week. Today is Sunday, so it's a new week. Starting from Wednesday, we will be praying. And then when we begin to pray, please don't come without your pen and your paper, your book. Because God is going to give a word for 2024. You will come and write it. You will take those words and you will run with them. And what God says to say to you today is, do not be afraid, only believe. These words may look too big. And then you are wondering, how, how much of the rain have I experienced? And then there's another word. And then it brings fear to your heart. What God says to say to you this morning, do not be afraid, only believe. We got word today. We got word in the beginning of the year. He says to say to you, "Do not be afraid." And I've just come to say those in simple in simple terms. Do not be afraid. Only believe. Can you say to yourself, "Say I choose to believe. I I will believe believe. God's word." Amen. So from verse 22, I, I am I on 22. Uh, Mark five from verse 22. Can you give me in TPT so that I can quickly run? Hallelujah. He says, just then a man saw that it was Jesus. So he pushed through the crowd and threw himself down at his feet. His name was Jairus, a Jewish official who was in charge of the synagogue. Go on. He pleaded with Jesus saying, 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 over and over he said please come with me my little daughter is at the point of death and she's only 12 years old come and lay your hands on her and heal her and she will live." I don't know where you are this morning or at this point in the year and you want to like Jairus say to Jesus come and lay your hands on me hallelujah go on immediately jesus went with him and the huge crowd followed pressing in on on him from all sides what jesus does is immediately he said immediately jesus went with him many times you think when i pray what does god do like i always say what God does with our prayers always is answer. Immediately, Jesus began to walk with Jairus. Immediately, Jairus came to Jesus. Jesus did not give excuses. The way he won't give excuses concerning you. He's not going to look at your past and say, hmm, 2023, you were not a very good girl. So let me think about it. Or 2023, when I asked you to do this, and do that. You didn't. He didn't even ask Jairus anything about himself. Bible says immediately Jesus went with him. You know, but sometimes when Jesus is coming immediately, this is what happens. So go to verse 25. Amen. Now in the crowd that day was a woman who had suffered horribly from continual bleeding for 12 years. So it looked like Jesus waited isn't it and so you have prayed immediately jesus has come to you but there's someone else there's another situation but jesus has not forgotten you. hallelujah go on she had endured a great deal under the care of various doctors yet in spite of spending all she had on their treatments she was getting worse instead of better When she heard about Jesus' healing hour, she pushed through the crowd and came up from behind him and touched his prayer show. As you hear about Jesus, you must decide in your heart to push through. I don't care what the situation is, I don't know what it is you're going through. It may be a long standing sickness. That has, has become a second skin. But he said the woman pushed through. She had spent so much on doctors. She wasn't getting better. But she pushed through. Hallelujah. Go on. For she, I will read to the end. So just go on. For she kept saying to herself. If I could touch even his clothes. I know I will be healed. Hallelujah. As soon as her hand touched him, her bleeding immediately stopped. She knew it, for she could feel her body instantly being healed of her disease. (laughs) Jesus knew at once that someone had touched him, for he felt the power that, that, that always surged around him had passed through him for someone to be healed. He turned and spoke to the crowd, saying, Who touched my clothes? His disciples answered, What do you mean? Who touched you? Look at this huge crowd. They are all pressing up against you. Everyone is touching him, but somebody touched with faith. Everyone is running to Jesus, but somebody came in her heart, knowing, If I can but touch, if I can touch everybody running to Jesus. Everybody is hitting him. But there was someone that touched him. And he knew that power surged out from him. There was something that pulled power from him. That thing is inside of you this morning. And you can pull power. You can pull answered prayers from God this morning. Hallelujah. The anointing of pastor is coming upon me. I want to slap whoever is sleeping. <laughs> If, <laughs> slap you for sleeping. <laughs> so if you are sleeping, wake up. His disciples answered and said, "What do you mean? Who touched you? Look at this huge Okay, go on now. Go on, go on, go on, go on. But Jesus' eyes swept across the crowd, looking for the one who had touched him for healing. Hallelujah. There's somebody who touched God this morning for healing. This evening when you come, somebody will touch God for miracle. Somebody will touch God for healing. Somebody will touch God for promotion. Somebody will touch God for his family. Somebody will touch God for his spouse. Somebody will touch God for finances. And if you touch God, power will sort out to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. When the woman who experienced this miracle realized what had happened to her, she came before him trembling with fear and threw herself down at his feet saying, I was the one who touched you. And she told him her story of what had just happened. Then Jesus said to her, daughter, because you dared to believe. I'm going to give you a few points to embrace it this morning. He said, because you dared to believe. Somebody needs to believe. You need to dare it. Hallelujah. He said, because you dared to believe, your faith has healed you. Go with peace in your heart and be free from your suffering. But remember where we started. Jesus was going to Jairus' house and he had not forgotten Jairus. He has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. Probably it was in the beginning of 2023 you heard that word. He has not forgotten you. And before he had finished speaking, people arrived from Jairus' house and pushed to the crowd to give Jairus the news. There's no need to trouble the master any longer. Your daughter has died. And so this was a finished case. Your daughter, did they say your daughter is now in critical... Uh, condition. Your daughter has died. Um, there's one thing they say this time. They, now they say Otilo. It has <laughs> finish. Finish. But that wasn't the case with Jesus Christ. He says, but Jesus refused to listen to what they were told. Uh, that's why I want us to read in TPT. He said Jesus refused. Sometimes you need to refuse. You need to. You will hear the news, but you will refuse. People around you will be telling you you will refuse. Your situation will be showing you, but you will refuse. You will make up your mind and refuse. Jesus refused to listen to what they were told and said to the Jewish official, he said, don't yield to fear. That's what I've come to tell you this morning. Don't yield to fear. All you need to do is to keep on believing all you need to do is to keep on believing so let me just quickly um let me read it to the end hallelujah quickly now so they left for his home but jesus didn't allow anyone to go with them except peter and the two brothers jacob and john when they arrived at the home of of the synagogue ruler they encountered a noisy they encountered a noisy uproar among the people for they were all weeping and wailing upon entering the home Jesus said to them why all this grief and weeping don't you know the girl is not dead but merely asleep then everyone began to ridicule him like they will make fun of you because you are holding on because you refuse to listen they will make fun of you they will try to pull you down. He says they ridiculed and they made fun of him. But he threw all of them outside. That's what you need to do in 2024. Yeah. Throw all of them outside. Throw the news outside. Throw the people outside. Whatever it is that is pulling you down and discouraging you, throw them outside. Then he took the child's father and mother and his three disciples and went into the room where the girl was lying. He tenderly clasped the child's hand in his in his and said to her in aramaic talitha whom which means little girl wake up from the sleep of death hallelujah instantly the 12 year old girl sat up stood to her feet and started walking around the room everyone was overcome with astonishment in seeing this miracle there's going to be a lot of miracles in 2024, you will experience miracles. It will be on the heels of one another. But there's something you will do. Hallelujah. Said to Jairus, he said, do not be afraid. Only believe. I believe that Jairus' faith would affect the girls, his daughter's death. And that was why he said, only believe he said do not be afraid gyros fear will bring death to that child he said only believe this is what i think that it's possible to have faith and still believe and still doubt he said only believe do not fear that means let what is in your heart only be believing hallelujah you know james one five to verse eight he says him that lacks wisdom should ask. He said, let him ask in faith, not doubting. Let him ask in faith, only believing. He said, because a double-minded man, a man that believes and doesn't believe, (laughs) he said, he cannot receive anything from God. And you ask, how possible is it to have faith and to believe? In Mark chapter 1, verse 40, a leper man, a leper, a leprous man, a leper, came to meet Jesus. (laughs) And he, Bible says, he knelt down. And um, in Matthew, he says he worshipped Jesus and asked him. He says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. That's what he said to Jesus. That means he believed that Jesus could heal him. He says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. So he knew that Jesus can make him clean. But what he did not know is whether Jesus was willing. That's the doubt. So sometimes you know that God can do it. The challenge now is, is God willing to do it for me? Will God do it for me? I know that God heals. I've seen God heal again and again. But my challenge is this sickness, will God heal me? But he says, Do not be afraid. Only believe. Please give me verse 42. Now, this is what happened. I don't have to read it. Jesus said to him, I am willing. You know what? God is always willing when it comes to his children. You know, a few days ago, I started, you know, when you are by yourself, you will have time. I studied, I prayed. Then I fell on one minister of God, a present minister of God where he is he has one of the largest churches where he is in fact when i saw what he said and i went back to one check about him he said something that is our talent many times i know that a few sundays ago i talked about the sovereignty of god he said his his father was was sick and then he prayed that his father should be healed he said but when he went to the hospital after praying and praying he told God, I will do this. If I do this, then let my father be healed. He said he did it. He came, but they called him that his father was very, very sick. So he went to the hospital, and his father got worse and died. He said he was angry with God. At a point, he told God. He said, but I did this, and you did not meet your part of the bargain. But God told him, no. When you pray, hmm, you are not praying for what you want. You are praying that the will of God should be done. So He said, "No, don't don't say yes yet, because I, I'm I'm taking you somewhere. <laughs> don't say yes yet." <laughs> he, he said, "He said, So Jesus, when He went to the Garden of is it Gennesaret, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> so Jesus said to God, He said Jesus was was worried he cried blood and he said god if you are if you can let this cup or Jesus said, let this cup be taken from me he says nevertheless your will are not mine so he said that even jesus had to submit not to what he wanted but to god's will and i said no do you know what god's will why did jesus come to earth in the first place it was to come and die isn't it So, it was God's will that Jesus came to enforce. Do you know what we do when we pray? We enforce God's will. There are certain things that you know God's will about. When you know God's will about a matter, you are not asking for what, what, how did I even say? The man said, not what you want, what God wants, what God wants. We already know God's will. So, it is God's will that will happen. What's God's will about sickness? Is that we should be healed. So somebody was sick and died. Then he said, God told him. He said, after that day, he came to understand that you have to, when you pray, you are praying God's will. God's will about sickness is healing. God hates sickness. What's God's will about poverty? Is that we should be rich. He says, knowing the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, he became poor. We, through his poverty, will be rich. By the scriptures, we know God's will. When you have established God's will, that is what will come to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is exactly what will come to pass. And so God says, do not be afraid. It looks like a big situation. It looks like something you cannot handle. It looks like it is too big for you. He says, don't be afraid, Charity. He says, don't be afraid. Only believe. That's what to do. The solution is not to cower down in fear. And say, okay, I'm I'm, I'm asking God to do his will. We know God's will. In matters we don't know God's will. That's a different matter. But concerning these things. And concerning 2024. When you come tonight, you will be told God's will. want to tell you ahead of time don't be afraid only believe my heart is indicting a good matter I'm waiting for that word because I believe I believe I believe that every of the word God has given me concerning 2024 I will experience them hallelujah fear it's a force as much as faith is a force. Do you know that? But fear and faith are opposing themselves. They are opposing forces. Fear is a reverse of faith. So I've come to tell you today how not to fear. You know why? Every time whatever you fear will come upon you. You know? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Fear is the substance of things not desired. Job, you know that. I like that scripture when it comes to fear. Job chapter three, uh, verse twenty-five, and verse twenty-six. Job said, he says, what I feared came upon me. He said, what I dreaded. Did you get? You don't. You don't have it. Job. Cha- Job chapter three, verse twenty-five. He says, for the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And what I dreaded has happened to me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, for trouble comes. Now, let me tell you, I want to put myself where Job was. You know, what, when you meditate on something, whatever you think about and give voice to becomes your experience. So even though Job had faith, he also had fear. Even though he had faith and he was giving his um, arms and all that and he was doing his sacrifices, the Bible says what he feared, what he dreaded came upon him. But as you enter into this, I want to tell you a few points. Things that you must do. One, don't speak out your fear. Don't speak out your fear. You cannot stop the devil from suggesting fear to you. But you can stop yourself from speaking it out. You can stop yourself from meditating on it. Because what you meditate on and what you say is what comes to pass. Mark 11, 22 um, to 24. It says, whosoever shall say to this mountain and shall not doubt. What you say is what will come to pass. It says, If you say to this mountain, remove from here and go to yonder place. He says that is exactly what will happen. As you receive these promises for 2024, you must continue to say them. You must continue to say them. Hallelujah. You know, God calls anything that is not according to his word bad reports or evil reports. You know that? In Numbers 13... In Numbers 13, ten spies went to spy the land. Hmm? And then they came. When they, saw the, when they saw the land of Canaan, it was a beautiful land. It was big. It was everything. The, the fruits were wonderful. The Bible says two men hung a rod, and in between them they carried graves. Large graves like you've never seen. But in verse 32, you know what? They came to Moses, and they said to him, they said, this land, he says, these sons of Anakim, he Said they are, they are giants. He says, they are so big that before our eyes, we are like grasshoppers. He says, and they gave the children of Israel, what? A bad report. Any report that is not according to God's word is a bad report. Any report that is not in line with what God said, as you enter 2024, Anything you say that is not in line with prophecy is is an evil report. Hallelujah. And so you must continually, deliberately say the right words. Amen. Matthew 12, 34 to 35 says that a good man, out of the good treasures of his heart, he said he brings forth good reports. That's what God expects of every one of us who are Christians. Out of your belly, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth should speak. You should speak only good words. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know what you need to do? You need to cast out fear. Fear cannot be reasoned out, <laughs> fear is not, it's not logical, it's not something you can reason. You know what? Bible says in 1 John 4, 18. It says says, perfect love casts out fear. What you do to fear is cast it out. When fear comes against these words that you have written down, you know what you do? Cast it out. Cast out fear. Amen. And keep yourself in the love of God. Hallelujah. Keep yourself wrapped in God's love. It's a deliberate is a deliberate effort. Keep your eyes on the cross. It's on the cross. What Jesus did, you know Romans eight thirty-two. He says that if he did not spare his son and gave him to you, how will he not with him freely give you all things? How will he not with him freely give you all things? You must put your eyes on the cross. Let me tell you. When you take your eyes off God's love, off the cross off his promises and you put your eyes on the situation that's what brings fear when you begin to look at the situation fear comes hallelujah but you must deliberately deliberately wrap yourself around the love of God and cast out fear hallelujah another thing you must do interact with God's word spend time with god's word in 2024 let it not be like 2023 interact with these promises spend time with it engage in regular study of the bible to understand god's promises hallelujah and to know about people who are faith-filled people who have used these words and god's promises have come to pass concerning them You know what? The more you know about God's promises, the better you can trust him. The more you know God's word and God's promises, the easier it is to trust him. If you don't know God's word, there's no way. If I don't know you, there's no way I can believe in you. If I don't know you, and then you come to me and say, "Um, um, I have something in my car for you. I don't know you. I won't follow you. But if Pastor Linka comes to me and says, Pastor Fumi, I have something in my car for you. I know him. I've interacted with him. So I will go with him because I know he's not a liar. Many times the reason why we find it difficult to trust God is because we don't interact with him. We don't study his word. So this is what you must do. You must study his word. Hallelujah. You must spend more time on God's word praise god the bible says romans 10:17 it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god also doubt comes by hearing and hearing from the devil hearing the wrong things bring doubt but hearing god's word builds faith in you these words that will come to you take them don't throw it away keep them You know, I've made up my mind that I will have and that's what I'm sure Pastor will say to you when he comes in the evening. Get a book. Write down these promises. Go over them again and again and again. It will build faith in your hearts. Hallelujah. It will dispel fear. Glory to Jesus. Another thing you must do, reflect on God's faithfulness. When fear comes, Think about, you know, um, Hebrews eleven eleven says that Sarah judged God faithful. You must think about the things God has done for you. How he has been faithful to you and even to others. Sometimes it's not, it's not just you. Amen. Revelation 12, 11, says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the words of their testimonies you should listen to testimonies of people there are so many testimonies in the bible that tells you about god's faithfulness that dispels god's fear situations that have gone to the end a, a girl died and jesus is saying don't be afraid and you know what that girl rose from the dead how bad can your situation be you know what dwell on the faithfulness of god Judge God faithful. In those points, when it looks like can can this thing be done? Look at your past experiences and look at the faithfulness of God. When I'm talking about your past experiences, I'm talking about past experiences of God's faithfulness and the faithfulness of God in the lives of others. Use those. Hallelujah. and, And pour up fire and faith in your heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. Philippians 4, verse 6 to verse 7. It says, not be anxious about anything. It says, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Another thing you must do. You know, today is like um, this is a school. So please just hear me quickly. Another thing you must do, pray with thanksgiving. You must pray don't don't take prayer away you must continually pray pray and give god thanks yesterday i was speaking with pastor sarah and we both agreed that god said to us give me thanks this is a time for thanksgiving those times when it looks like this thing is difficult if you found god's will concerning it begin to give him thanks faith speaks begin to thank him Father, I thank you because I'm healed. I thank you because there's no lack of poverty around me. In the name of Jesus, give God thanks. Then you must stay away from people who will pull down your feet. Stay away from those kind of people. In 2024, stay away from them. 1 Corinthians 15:33 says, evil communication corrupts good manners. Hebrews 10 25, he says, not forsaking the assembling of the brethren. Let me tell you, it will come to a time and you are saying, I'm busy now, I'm this now, I don't want to go to church. It will not help you. It will not help your faith. Um, during the week, um, Elder Polabe sent one um, study, one research by, is it Harvard? He said, the research said, that they had discovered that people, community, where people go to church, there is less depression, there is less death, and it's the truth. You don't know what going to church will do to you until you don't go. And it will be too late when you don't go. So ahead of time, let me warn you. Stay with the right people. You probably will have to change your friends. Those people who will say, that's, you, you, you know, I don't know, in your, in your church, I don't know what they are saying. Stay away from them. Those people who will look at the words that our man of God has given us and tell you, this thing is too big. Oh. You say, <laughs> people will just be deceiving yourselves. It's <laughs> you, my problem with Christians. Me, beginning of the year like this, you will carry word, you will be running. Let me give you six months. Stay away from those people. They are not good for you. Stay away from them those people that will tell you, no, this word is too much, oh, don't worry. I know somewhere where we can get it. Stay away from them. Hallelujah. And what must you do? Step out in faith. Hallelujah. Step out in faith. Glory to Jesus. Whatever that word is, take steps that will apply your faith in practical ways it. Whatever the word is, do it. I'm healed. Don't lie down. Take steps of faith. Hallelujah. If God is in control, there are no mistakes. If God is in control, there will not be a mistake. So you know what? Put it in the hands of God. He will never make a mistake. Pick these words. Run with them. God can never and will never make a mistake. When you embrace these words, hallelujah, it will pave way for miracles. Praise God. It will pave way for miracles to unfold and for possibilities to flourish. Hallelujah. As we come tonight and as we listen to God's word, Even during the week when we pray, and as you go to God's feet, ask for word. I've come to tell you, do not be afraid, only believe. Stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid, only believe. Can you turn to someone beside you and tell the person, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Only believe. I have chosen to believe. I will believe every word from the mouth of God and from the mouth of our prophets. It will come to pass concerning me and concerning you. In the name of Jesus, I declare over you as 2024 comes in. And as 2023 takes its bow, bow, I declare that God's promises concerning you will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Every one of God's word, every one of God's word concerning you, they will come to pass. By this time 2024, you will be singing, you will be shouting, of God and for his miracles that has come to pass concerning you. In the name of Jesus. As we believe God's word, it comes to pass. As we enter into 24, all of those words come to pass. I take authority over the spirit of fear. I bind you and I cast you out. None of you will fear. Fear is not taking anything from you. Amen. There is no fear in you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We give you praise, Father. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. amen. Let's take our seats, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wings are best for the people of God to winter, step out of the nest, spread your wings and soar surrender. That pignosis, concise knowledge.